Welcome to the Beth Lender Moss Podcast. My name is Harold Nichols. Excuses, excuses. Everybody has at least one, and some of us have lots of them. So today, best-selling author and social media influencer, Beth Lender Moss, will help us grasp the negative impact those excuses have on us during the short and the longer term. And Beth, I know you work with lots of people from all different walks of life, but do they share some excuses in common? Yes, they definitely share some of the same excuses. Um, I think that many of us, or many of you guys can relate, or all of us can relate to sometimes, I'm just too tired, I just don't have the time, you know, um, those, I'm too stressed out, um, you know, it's just, there's so many, there's so many, I could go on and on of all the different excuses. So I do think that a lot of them, um, are pretty common, but what we need to do is what we need to do is we need to get past these excuses and take the next step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good word because, um, as you're going to explain to us, there's uh, a lot of downside to keeping up with those excuses. Um, and I can only speak for myself, but if I'm going to work out, I've got to do it early because at the end of the work day, I'm way too tired to do much of anything. Plus, I mean, uh, and you and I were talking off the air earlier, it's just hot as blazes most of the time. So it's finding an optimal time for, for the individual. Is that part of eliminating the I don't have time or I'm just too tired excuse? Um, absolutely. So many times, you know, people are like, I just don't have the time. It take, you know, I, I'm very busy. I have my kids. I have work. I have this. I have that. So what we need to do is we need to like schedule the time. All right. So you put it in your calendar, you know, your daily calendar and you say every day at whatever time you think works for you best, you schedule it in. I have clients that I have them you know, getting up at six o'clock in the morning and doing it. But we also make sure that we get enough sleep. So we had to get into bed a little bit earlier to make sure you have the time. Some people could go out at lunch, depending on what your lunch hour looks like. Do you get an hour? Do you get 30 minutes? Can you get outside? Can you walk up and down, you know, the hallways or the steps at work? Um, can you do it while your kids are napping? Can you do it after work? Whatever it is. But if you put it in your calendar and you schedule it, you are way more likely to get there and do it because it's on your calendar. And there's so many people who go by that calendar. Like, you know, you look on your calendar daily and say, what do I have to do? And you're like, okay, this time I have a meeting or this time I have, you know, my kids have to go here or there, but I could definitely do it in between here and there. So um, we just need to schedule it and you're more likely to get it in and get it done. Yeah. I think that's a good word. The, uh, the act of putting it in a calendar, whether it's online or, you're old-fashioned like I am, and you still have a written calendar. Um, I like to be able to put a check mark by either or both of those, and not doing it, I never feel as good about myself as I do on the days when I when I do get up in time to go out and um, and get my workout in. Now let's shift gears just a bit, and let's talk about hiring a personal trainer or or joining a gym. Um, either of those may be more than then some people can manage financially. But from where I sit, I don't think that should be a reason to skip exercising. I mean, most options 
or exercising that you demonstrate on your TikTok videos, there's no out-of-pocket expenses for any of this. I mean, doing push-ups is still free, right? <laughs> That's right. So you're right. There's You definitely don't need to join a gym. You don't have to have a personal trainer. But if sometimes what people need are accountability. So if you maybe um, want to walk with a friend or a coworker, you can do that because that is going to help give you accountability by finding a good person, a buddy to do it with. Um, of course, you can, you know, obviously, if we, if you um, have a pool in your backyard and if you don't or your neighbor does, you can go swimming, you can go, you can go for a walk, you can do any of my TikToks because all my TikToks are actually done in my basement. And if you don't have a weight, you can use your own body weight and you can add weight by taking like your laundry detergents or filling water bottles, you know, all of those things that we talk about all the time. Those are definitely ways of you to being able to um, do this for free. Uh, even in the many videos, you know, that are out there, you, if you watch on my TikTok and my Instagram, I will show you the proper form or modifications if you're not sure. Like a push-up, like not everyone could just get down and do a push-up. I totally get it. But I have videos that will show you what you can do of how to modify something. And I even like low impact versus high impact. So, you know, it's, we're not saying that, you know, that you have to go out there and spend money on anything or that you're, we're expecting you to go out there and just all of a sudden, like you said, do push-ups. But we can, you can do the videos and get towards that. But besides the videos, you can go for a walk. You can walk the mall if it's too hot or if it's too cold. You can go for a bike ride. You could go for a hike. You can, like I, I say it all the time, take your dog for an extra long walk, whatever it might be. There's so many different ways that you can get your exercise in. And of course, we are always talking about getting your body, getting, you know, your body weight exercises in as well. If you're doing a squat or a lunge, you can lunge across your house. You can do all these different things that you can still get your things in without having to go, getting all your fitness in without having to spend any money on it, though. Yeah, I, I think that's a good word. And everything you just described doesn't cost a penny, but it does require um, some some motivation. And I know people who, who just do not like to exercise. And I knew this one fellow who said that, you know, he wasn't going to go running because the ice kept flying out of his glass. And um, I think he was kidding, but who knows? But how can people who just don't want to exercise, how do you get them, how do you persuade them to start? Uh, I think, well, the first couple of things you have to do are you could find somebody to do it with, like I said, or sometimes you just have to find the right thing. Maybe it's a Zumba class, or maybe. It's going to, you know, and it doesn't, again, you don't have a lot of, even Zumba classes, we're talking about spending money though, but lots of Zumba classes you could just pay as you go and they might be like $10 or maybe you'll find a fundraiser that you could go to and it's minimal. But even so, like just trying different things or um, there's a lot of, you know, like online videos that you can do that, you know, whether even yoga, Pilates, um, like I said, the Zumba classes, there's so many different ways of working out and everything doesn't mean like go just go for a run so many people are like I don't want to run or I don't want to go to the gym and lift heavy weights well there's so much more out there that you can do that people just don't even realize that's out there and available and and it's gonna be fun like I know 
you know, tons of people that love, 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 love Zumba classes, right? For me, I find it fun. I kind of laugh at myself during it, you know. Um, it's not my first go-to, but it is something that I would definitely do with my friends and and I would go more than, you know, more often if I was with my friends versus without my friends. But many of my friends like just go and they absolutely love the Zumba where I'm more of like a runner. So like, yeah. you know, you just got to find everyone has the thing that they just love to do. So like you've got to keep trying different things and finding what works for you and what makes you happy and makes you excited to go the next day. You know, sometimes there's some fitness programs out there that you can join that um, you get the, so much support from the people around you. Um, and that makes you want to get up and go because it's almost like the fear of missing out, right? When you find like a group of people who are working out and you don't go one day because you decide to roll over and turn off the alarm. And then you find out that that day they did something super fun and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't turn off my alarm that day, right? So sometimes you just got to keep trying and waiting until you find the right thing for you. So don't give up. There's so many different places to go and different things out there. That's why even so, like if you take a drive around, you know, the area that you live, you'll find like literally like 15 different gyms, right? And they're there because everybody likes something different. And some gyms only cost $10 a month and some gyms cost $200 a month. So there's something for everybody. That's how I kind of look at it. Boy, that's exactly right. Um, and I love the reference to fear of missing out because that motivates me for lots of, lots of different things. Um, but let's, let's talk about people who have children and particularly young children. Um, you know, I, in a lot of homes, there's two parents that can share time on childcare, but there's plenty of others where there's a single parent present. And I wonder is exercise for the, the single parent, is that something that they're just going to have to wait on until the kids are out of the house? Uh, I know that is like a very high on the list of excuses, right? Well, the way I like to look at it is that first of all, a single parent uh, or two parents at home, most of the time these days, most parents work, so everyone's super busy and single parents, like obviously you can't just leave and leave your kids at home. So, but you can do the workout at home. You can do it while they're either at school or on a play date or whatever it might be, um, or daycare, wherever they're going, um, at your lunchtime, um, or after they're sleeping or before they wake up. So there are lots of times that you can do. A lot of times I have um, a lot of my clients actually doing it early in the morning before their kids wake up. Um, many of them or sometimes kids are super early risers and then you can maybe do it like right after they go to bed or Sometimes you can even just get your kids involved and they can do it with you, depending on how old they are. Um, sometimes they or they'll just play on the side while you're doing it. I have other people who's like kids will just play on the side of the room. Um, you could give them a coloring book or something to do and they can do that while you're getting your workout in. Now, you could also, like we've talked about this before, that let's say you just don't have 30 straight minutes. So maybe you do 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. If that's what you got to do to get it in, that's what you got to do to get it in. But you can still get it in. Um, all of these excuses. Listen, I always got ways around everything. I always tell everybody I can get around it. Don't you worry. I got something up my sleeve. <laughs> that's so true. And, um, you know, I we have talked about the 10 minute workout and I use that routinely. Um, 10 minutes of 
of lifting heavy weights is way ahead of not. So um, I, I, I'm completely uh, down with that. Now let's talk about people who have to travel. And there's lots of lots of us who have to travel as part of our regular job. And I spent a lot of time on the road, um, but mostly I would stay in places where they had a gym. Um, and if nothing else, I could put a towel on the floor and do and do push-ups in, in my own room. But I like to, to work out, not as much as you, but I still enjoy doing it. But is there maybe something that um, the travel excuse, maybe I'm not getting it. Maybe I don't, something I don't understand. Well, no, the travel excuse that happens all the time. So it's not a really good excuse, I would say. Um, I think that, you know, many of the places do have gyms that you could go to and you can go on the treadmill, you can use their free weights, you can use their ellipticals, whatever they have. Um, every time I travel, I always make sure that they have a gym. That is like the number one thing I ask before I go anywhere and stay somewhere. I always make sure that there is a gym. But besides that, um, you, like you said, you can throw a couple towels down on the ground, make sure you're not touching that gross ground, right? And, <laughs> and you could work out, um, there or if it's in a nice neighborhood again, that walk. Oh my gosh, we go right back to it. Go for a walk. Right. Get a little exercise in, go for a little speed walk outside um, if the area is nice. And if it's, you know, if you can otherwise throw a video on, take some of my TikToks and you can do it right there in your room. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and I know traveling a lot of times. Um, I was always crunched for time because we would go from early till uh, the end of the work day and then you got to go out someplace at night. But it takes a little effort, but you can get some uh, some good exercise in, and it's good for you, uh, particularly on on the road. Um, the, the other challenge, or one of the other challenges, is that um, the results just don't match the perceived effort. Um, or I guess maybe to put it more, more bluntly, the results were small, and they came slowly. For the people who, who use that as a reason not to work out are they just impatient do they need to manage their expectation or is there something else they can do so that is definitely something that people always say oh i did it and i didn't get results um especially when it comes to you know the fitness part of this um but like all of the things that we're talking about too can be related to making sure your nutrition is also so good um, it, you know, goes back to everything we were saying before, like, um, when people say that they don't even have enough time, um, to prepare meals or they don't have enough time, they don't have enough money to go to the supermarket to go get the healthy stuff. Like, you know, when you don't get results, what we have to do is look back and see why and what you're doing. So, um, getting the results is maybe we need to tweak what you're eating and maybe you have a little less sugar or, you know, a little more veggies and stuff like that. Um, I Like, I know I keep going back to a lot of the exercise part of it, but a lot of this is also used as excuses for um, the fact that, like, you just don't want to do nutrition with it. Um, or you just want to make sure, not make sure, but that they're just excuses that there's, like I said, I can get around literally anything. So 
um, when someone's telling me that they're not getting results, I just go back and say, well, let's just look at it. And if you're too tired to start pre-preparing meals, I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, you're too tired to pre-prepare or to cook that night, then you can go to like a Costco and get like a pre-made chicken and you could take, and that's $5 for the whole chicken. And you could take the skin off of that. Right. So in, if you're telling me um, like, and sometimes you can, I don't know, they have pre-cut veggies there. So you can have the pre-cut veggies or they buy the little mini carrots or the little mini cucumbers. Those are like our favorite in this house, the tiny mm-hmm. little mini cucumbers. You don't even have to cut them off. Right. You know, so like, Things that are, you know, when people are giving the excuses, I don't have enough time, I'm not seeing the results, we go back and look to say, like, first of all, it's a journey. So did you only give it like two weeks? Because we're not going to see the results in two weeks, you know? Um, And are you, how much time did you give it? And how hard were you working out? And what was, what is your, what was your diet like at the time? And were you getting enough sleep at the time? There's a lot of things that we could actually look at when they say that they didn't, that people aren't getting the results that they um, had hoped to get. So we have to go back and look at all of those, but we can definitely get around it. We can definitely know that um, you should be getting results. So let's figure out why. Right. And what you said is uh, so true that it's uh, it's a journey. It's a process. It's uh, not like um, a statue where it gets built and it stays there forever. It's um, ongoing. And that's something that, um, I've had to tell myself over the years. And I've also experienced being a little stressed out, um, not necessarily just because of exercise, but it's activity, um, you know, in a strange place, in a class or or at a gym. And full confession, I, I fear judgment and ridicule. Um, at a gym or anywhere for that matter, but especially at a gym. And I'm sure that there are other people who have the same feeling. What can you tell them? Uh, well, first of all, when people are stressed, the first thing I will also tell people is let's try to do, you know, you could get like free meditation apps that um, can help you um, that will, some of them, you know, lots of them are guided. Some could be like one minute, some could be 20 minutes, but you pick one that helps helps you to help guide you um and that is something that's going to help with the stress the other thing that we could do is that we just have to understand that the exercise itself is going to help you um (laughs) de-stress right and also when you are following a healthier nutrition that also helps to um help you feel better about yourself too so when we could start looking at the big picture of like everything you know is it stress that you need to have some meditation is it stress that maybe like uh you know understanding again that this is a journey but also understanding that um what we need to do is like look and say like exercise helps the actual stress levels of our work that we're going through right when we're we're stressed at work the exercise actually helps in that kind of form and like you were talking about like going to the gym and getting judged when you know what first of all nobody should be judging anybody because nobody knows what anyone's going through whether you are the thinnest person in the room or the heaviest person in the room nobody knows what anyone's going through so nobody should be judging so first of all don't worry about what anybody else thinks okay you are doing something amazing by trying to get yourself healthy so 
you taking those steps to get there, you should be just proud of yourself and say, and don't worry about what anybody else thinks when it comes to that. And the more that you do, the more confident that you're going to get about everything also. Uh, that's so well said. Um, doing it for yourself and not being concerned about what anybody, what anybody else thinks. And what I always say is what other people think about me is really none of my business. And I just go on from there. So take that advice, America, if you'd like. Um, now others are going to get sore because they haven't had any exercise in a long time. And I have heard people say, I, I'm not going to go run. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to do whatever because I don't want to be sore or I don't want to, you know, feel all that strain and burning in my muscles while I'm, I'm working out. Um, now, and again, I can only speak for myself, but being sore is just part of the landscape. Um, is that, uh, part of the scenery for everybody who, uh, who goes and works out? Or are these individuals, are they just, are they just big babies? Maybe? I think that, um, if you haven't worked out, and I don't think I know that you're going to get be sore. <laughs> and it does happen. But what I like to tell people is that the first week is always the worst. You're going to be sore, unfortunately, but there's a difference between being like sore and like a good sore and a bad sore. Like this is a good sore. This sore is so awesome because you know that you're doing something good for you, right? It Yes, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, I can't walk. Or sometimes you're like, I can't get up from seated positions, and you know, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, if you just gave it a week, no, like you just give it a week. The first week is the worst. But if you stop going, you always get into that same cycle. You'll never get out of it. So you have to go that one week, keep going to the gym, keep doing what you're doing. For the entire week. And then the next week, you will not be as sore because you have to break that cycle because every time you start and you stop and you don't give yourself that time to recover then and your body to get rid of that lactic acid, then you're never going to get out of that awful cycle. So you have to just keep going for that first week. The first week back is absolutely the worst week back for sure when it comes to muscle soreness. Um, but what another thing you can do is... Lots of people like to do this. Just take an Epsom salt bath. That also helps with the soreness. Um, and then you get to relax a little bit, right? So you get to reward yourself with an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> or Tylenol, for that matter, you know. Um, <laughs> that that works. Um, now, when somebody, though, just decides, I'm not going to exercise, I'm not going to work out, or they just kind of passively leave it out of their routine, what are those folks losing out on health-wise in the, in the short and in the longer term? Oh, they're losing out on a lot, right? Like we all know, we've talked about it a million times, all the benefits that you can get from exercise, whether it's physical health or mental health, the energy that you get from it, it boosts your mood, you know, you're preventing all the different diseases that, um, and health issues from it. It's also going to, it helps you sleep. So these are, that's just naming a few things right off the top that would, you know, that they're all missing out on. So yeah. my advice to them is, you know, no one's telling you to go out and exercise for an hour every day, but try and get out there and do a little bit of something. And it like, again, take a buddy with you and go for a walk. At least do that. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. And I love the idea of 
having a friend go with you. It's not as scary um, if somebody else is there. And with the time we've got left, um, Beth, can you can you do remote classes or consulting with with folks via Zoom or Skype or or just over the phone? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, actually, almost all of my clients um, I do actually do through like FaceTime and Zoom. So and phone calls. Um, so yeah, that is the best the best way. So it doesn't matter where you live, doesn't matter where I live. Um, we could be on different coasts. It doesn't really matter because. All of my um, health coaching is done by FaceTime and Zoom and phone calls. So, yeah. Okay. And um, I'll put uh, Beth's email address and um, you can contact her that way if you're keen to uh, to uh, engage with her. Or you can or you could DM me. You could also DM me from Instagram. There you go. Direct messaging via Instagram. And I, and I guess, you know, there's always going to be an excuse or a reason not to exercise. Nobody's going to have to work very hard to, to find a reason not to exercise or rationalize not getting up out of your chair and going to work out. But as we all heard Beth say, there are a lot of benefits that we deny ourselves when we decide not to work out. So what's the answer? Make a decision to exercise and the rest will take care of itself. And also, not just exercise, not I'm just exercise, but following a healthy diet as well. Healthy, right making healthy lifestyle choices when you're coming to the nutrition of what you're putting in your mouth as well. So, yes, absolutely. And as you heard Beth say, you can talk to her via Skype, Zoom, or just the plain old telephone and discuss your uh, health and fitness needs with her one-on-one and your first conversation with her is going to be free and we'll have Beth's email in the show notes and make it easy for you to reach out to her. Now remember there's tons more information from Beth in her best-selling book, Think Healthy, Be Healthy. It's available anywhere books are sold including Amazon, Barnes and Noble, online on her at her website and inside traditional brick-and-mortar retailers. Hey, thank you for listening. Tell your friends about Beth and come back next time for another edition of the Beth Linder Moss Podcast.